Episode 234, HodgePodge, COVID, Crime, Money, and Them. It's Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. Time to laugh, drink, think, and feed the giraffe. This is the Paul Truesdell Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. Well, Roscoe, what do you say? Should we uh, get started and uh, talk a little bit about some of the nonsense that's going on out there? That's not normally what you tell me. Roscoe, are you there? Yeah. Okay, let's get started. One of the things we uh, like to talk about here is uh, convoluted logic. And uh, let's talk a little bit about convoluted logic. The number of new coronavirus infections in the United States continues to rise. NPR's Will Stone reports cases have increased nearly 40 percent over the last week and many hospitals are under stress. The U.S. is now averaging about 120,000 new infections every day. Wait a minute, boys and girls. One and all, I thought this thing was supposed to be... You know, herd immunity, kick it, get the uh, get the shot. Uh, how many shots we got now? 37? Yeah, I think we're on number 37. There are more people in the hospital for COVID-19 than there have been in months. Why is that? Because everybody's getting their shot? Or is it not the right shot? Or is it all those people that haven't been got, they haven't gotten the shot, they're infecting absolutely everybody else? It's especially bad in the Midwest and Northeast. Some states have called in the military to help. Sam Scarpino with the Rockefeller. Why are we calling the military? And why are we always listening to the Rockefeller Institute? Just asking some questions. Rockefeller Foundation says the situation is all the more alarming because the Omicron variant could soon hit the U.S. in full force. Ooh, Omicron, Omicron, Omicron. Sounds like that guy that runs Turkey, doesn't it? This is a variant that is likely to cause outbreaks and surges all over the world. So what did mankind do before booster shots, before COVID shots, before all of this? I don't know, man. I guess we don't know history. You can draw a direct correlation between vaccination rates in an area and the number of hospitalizations. And we know it's uh, the indoors, the colder temperatures, but also the areas where people are more likely to be vaccinated And certainly with the booster shot, those are not as high as the areas where people are unvaccinated. But you see, if you talk about things like that, you will get in trouble. So one of the things that I like to do is I like to correlate. I do numbers. I crunch them all day long. Pretty easy here in our firm. Pretty easy for me. My son and I have a gift for this stuff. But hey, listen, when it comes to forecasting, you know, there's a couple of different ways to forecast. You got to look at what people have to say, right? That's the qualitative But the quantitative, uh, yeah, it is what it is what it is. So I guess if somebody doesn't want to get vaccinated, hey, here's a way to do it. Called in, I asked about the vaccine exemption, and I got it. So nice. I just wanted to at least pass along a little bit of good news before I How did you get it? So I I filed a religious exemption as a Satanist because one of the Satanist tenets is that one's own body is inviolable and subject to one's own will alone. But will that work if you're in the United States Navy? Probably not. An unvaccinated U.S. Navy commander has been let go for refusing to get tested for COVID-19. NPR's Amy Held reports it's the first time the Navy has fired an officer for defying a mandate that took effect last month. You know, here's the thing. I mean, this guy's not dumb, right? I mean, he's not dumb. He knows what he's doing. 
He's a commander, and he said no, but... Commander Lucian Kins was second in command of the USS Winston Churchill. Now, he's been relieved of those duties. A Navy spokesman tells NPR Kins' religious waiver for the vaccine was denied. Because he's not a Satanist. An appeal is underway. The Navy has so far not granted a single religious waiver, though thousands have been requested across the military branches. Vac- Satanists, you need to unite and call, get a class action. Gather together and do the hokey pokey and the dance in the sun and the moon and the stars. And I'm telling you guys, you got a chance at this. Vaccines are mandated for all service members. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby says Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has a goal. The secretary's expectation is 100% vaccination. That's what he wants. Now the Pentagon is considering requiring booster shots as well. Remember, we needed to get that shot in the first place. Remember when people started saying things like, yeah, this is different. This is like the common cold. We don't have a vaccine for the common cold. And then everybody said, well, this is like airborne AIDS. We've talked about this extensively. And one of the things that uh, I've heard people say, yeah, but when you get the ARC, not the full-blown AIDS, you've got all these drugs and all these medications. Yeah, that's right. A whole bunch of different things need to be used. There's not a magic pill. Just like there's not a magic pill for uh, crime and homelessness. And uh, so situational awareness, you know, just be make common sense, right? I always talk about this, common sense. Strength, endurance, and flexibility training every single day uh, with natural nutrition, hydration, and everything in moderation. But, hey, guess what? People don't tend to do that. What people tend to do is they tend to hang out and kind of like cause ruckus ruckus. My message to anybody considering coming to Los Angeles, especially during the holiday season, is don't. A sobering and somewhat terrifying statement from the L.A. Police Protective League, the union representing LAPD officers. The message coming as a crime wave continues to slam the city and surrounding areas. Now, let me make it really perfectly clear here. I literally absolutely refuse to go to a lot of major cities. I've got a good, no-go zones. I do. I have currently no-go zones. I, will, I won't say where they are, but I can tell you I have not gone to Los Angeles or uh, San Francisco in a long time. And the reason is it's crime. It's situational awareness. I'm too valuable to put myself at risk. i got people dependent upon me. You can't guarantee your safety. It, it is really, really out of control. Um, you know, I said it to people before. It's like that movie Purge. You know, instead of 24 hours to commit your crime, these bad people have 365 days to commit whatever they want. The warnings seem to resonate with residents. It's Of course it w- resonates with residents because for the first time in a long time, they're going up to places like Long, like uh, uh, Beverly Hills and, and Corona Del Mar, and they're robbing people. Ooh, but they see if it's happening down in the ghetto, nobody gives a rat's ass. Pretty scary walking at night. Sarah Veenstra moved to L.A. from Wisconsin about six months ago. She didn't realize crime and safety would be such major issues. I genuinely thought it'd be a safe area. Okay, listen, uh, Cheesehead from Wisconsin moves to Los Angeles in the downtown area, and I think it's going to be safe. Oh, I think it's going to be safe. No! turned out not to be as safe as I thought. I'm definitely like carrying something on me every single time I walk out of the house when it's dark out. Oh, you god dang know she's going to jail to do a little patent, fr- you know, stop and frisk and uh, we'll put her ass in jail. Can't defend yourself, folks. Don't defend yourself. You gotta subject to the criminal. 
Rampant crime continues. Some of the latest victims were hit at the downtown Intercontinental Hotel. Three victims were robbed of $100,000 in jewelry early Tuesday morning. Just the latest in a wave of smash and grab. Follow home and home invasion robberies. LAPD Chief Michael Moore on Tuesday trying to reassure the public. It's not out of control. This is not a spiral that we've lost control of. <laughs> it is out of control. Any one of us who've been there knows it's completely out of control. Something else is out of control is. With prices at their highest point in nearly 40 years, President Biden is predicting it's, quote, the peak of the crisis. But inflation is affecting people's lives. Inflation reached its highest point in November since 1982, when Ronald Reagan was in office and Joe Biden was a senator from Delaware. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, 1982, I bought a house. I paid, I think it was, 16 and three quarters percent interest is what I got my 30-year mortgage on. I remember having a money market that made over 21% in one month. And it was the result of inflation. But yeah, Reagan was in office. But again, people don't know their history. From 79, 80, and 81, we had hyperinflation. But what was the result of that? It came on the heels of a fellow by the name of Jimmy Carter. And when Reagan ran in 1980, he defeated a sitting president, and he became president. And boy, the nation was in the toilet for a while. Tonight, President Biden is pointing to other signs the economy is recovering. Every other aspect of the economy is racing ahead. Okay. <laughs> Listen, boys and girls, one and all, if you have a CD or a money market, a lot of old farts are going to say this. Oh, I, I can't wait till I can earn my, my 9 or 10% on my CD. Yes, I honey got to get the big rates on the CD. But what you don't realize is that if you're getting 9 or 10% on your CD, your inflation's kicking your ass. That's just the way it goes. It's doing incredibly well. We've never had this kind of growth in 60 years. Oh, horseshit. That message complicated after the Consumer Price Index, which measures what you're paying for services and goods, climbed 6.8% in November compared to a year ago. Yeah, but the Consumer Price Index is based upon various things, and some things have gone up a hell of a lot more. Anybody been to the grocery store lately? A real bump in the road. It does affect families. No kidding, Joe. It does affect families because every time you pump that gas, listen, the other day I've, I uh, used to be, I, I listen, <laughs> I remember when 100 bucks of gas in my Class A motorhome was like, that was a big deal, right, you know? But now for my Mercedes, I've got a big guy. It's 100 bucks because i got to pay premium for that thing. I, 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 I actually fill my tank. I look at, I look at what people, I, I ask engage. Gage, hey, it's really up high. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I got news for you, Joe. People do not like this. This is not good. Rising costs are also challenging the path ahead for Biden's legislative agenda. The president sounding uncertain when asked if he can get Senator Joe Manchin to vote yes on his expansive economic bill with inflation numbers this high. Now, this guy is going to make a statement that is utterly, absolutely, unequivocally, beyond exclusion to every reasonable doubt, retarded. I don't know the answer to that. I'm going to be talking to him at the beginning of the week. Manchin says he's concerned that more federal spending now will make inflation worse. But the president is pushing back. Economists think it's going to, in fact, diminish the impact on inflation is because it's reducing costs for ordinary people. <laughs> reducing costs for ordinary people. Oh, you can't make that stuff up. Let's spend more because we're going to reduce inflation. It is such a freaking joke. Yes! No, listen. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> did Joe do his pants? I don't know, man. I just cannot believe that he actually said, we're going to spend our way out of inflation. Yeah, yeah, Roscoe, i tell you, it is sad. Listen, podcasting is a ball. I have fun doing this every day. This is my little enjoyment in life. I got to get back to work. And uh, one of the things I want to warn you on is YouTube. YouTube is going to get back into uh, another area and try to dominate and that's podcasting. I'm asking you, do not go to YouTube. Do not give those bastards money. Here's a quick little clip. Well, we're 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 excited about podcasting um, for sure. But you know, there, that's a place where there's also many different um, companies. But we do think it's a good opportunity for pod people who are producing podcasting to generate revenue, have more distribution. Whoa, 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 boys and girls, generate revenue? No. Remember, this is uh, this is the place where they like to demonetize you. Stay away from YouTube, folks. Distribution. Um, we crossed 50 million subscribers for our YouTube Music and Premium service, and so we know that users are are paying for this service. And the more we can offer more podcasts there, we think that will be a really valuable service for our users. So, um, you know, so we have we have a number of I have many things that could keep me up at night, and <laughs> I'm I'm but I'm also excited about innovation. I, I, I and that's really. Boy, this is the new CEO of uh, YouTube and all that. Uh, 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 yeah, she's really classy, huh? Why I ultimately came to Google and to YouTube was just the ability to continue to create um, and use technology to improve our lives. And, and that's what I'm hopeful I can do more of in the coming years. Well, if you want to improve our lives, boys and girls, one and all, always remember, never forget, free speech should not be corrupted by advertising. It does nothing but choke free conversation. We know that's the case. And my oh my, right? Oh, me oh my. Oh no. <gasps> oh. It is the way it is. We'll see you tomorrow, 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm gone. Later. Bye. The Rapper. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is sponsored by nobody. Why? Because paid advertising chokes and corrupts free speech. Yeah. Bandwidth, production, and hosting for the Paul Truesdell podcast provided by Fixed Cost Financial. The home of Fixed Cost Investing. A true fiduciary-based registered investment advisor and manager. Visit FixedCostFinancial.com. That's FixedCostFinancial.com. Well, I've done this before, and this is a a song that kind of, well, I don't know, cranks it up a little bit about Christmas, so... For those of you who are not familiar, one of the things I do on the podcast is we uh, flip a tune or two at the very end. So uh, this will play out for about four minutes, and uh, it's kind of cool, right? So here's what I want you to do. Get up, yeah, get your butt up, go get a cup of coffee, and uh, move a little bit. Just do a little swing. Got a gal there, grab her, and move a little back and forth. Yeah, it's Christmas time, you know? Make the hokey pokey and have some fun. Ain't like those boring financial people, right? I like to have some fun. Why not have some fun? Oh, let's talk about the stock market. Oh, we're going to do... Lower, get some guy screaming at you. Out of hell with that stuff. Have some fun. Relax. Let me handle things. Everything's going to be fine and dandy. I always say the same thing. When I tell you to duck, you need a duck because, uh, man, I got a good sixth sense. I'm telling you right now, a lot of people are PO'd at what's going on in the world. 
But hey, we'll see what happens. Biden. Ooh. Hey, where's uh, where's Cammy? Cammy. Cam. Where's where's Harris? Got an idea. We could uh, do a thing for uh, instead of toys for tots, we could do a toys for home homeless people. What do you think? Or to, or how about just bums? Instead, I'll tell you what. All those people begging on the side of the road. Let's give them. What should we give them? I know what we should give them. Let's give them little stuffed bears. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. From now on, when somebody comes with the car asking for money, I'm going to give them a stuffed bear. Yeah. Why not? Of course, I'm likely to say, go stuff this. You do realize all these people on the side of the road is a damn scam, okay? I have, I've watched them. We, there's been news reports on them. They're probably living a better lifestyle and eating better food than you are. You're going to work for your, what, minimum wage? Speaking about minimum wage, let's just keep the borders open and keep plowing the people in here, right? Not everybody's a rocket scientist, but there should be compassion for everybody. But there ain't, because it's all about the God Almighty profit and dollar. My God, you can't have just one jet. You got to have two jets. You can't go to just Cabo. You got to go to... Oh, San Lucas, and then you got to go over to St. Bart's, right? You got to talk about climate change while you're flying all around the world. What the hell with the regular guy? So if you're wondering what the hell is going on, I am your 1970s and 80s muscle car driving dad. I'm going to call it the way it is. You got to take responsibility for yourself. You got to be selfish. You got to look for your, out for yourself. It's about me, 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 me yesterday. Does not need to be me today, and me today does not need to be me tomorrow. Get off your dumb ass and start working, man, because life is freaking short. <laughs> <laughs> 